superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Jawan Howard shouldn't have thrown anything. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. My coach should not be throwing hands. It, it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the school. It's embarrassing for everybody in Maze and Blue. Earlier on the show, ESPN NBA insider Brian Windhorst, Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee Tony Baselli, New York Post columnist Ian. O'Connor. Still to come, Texas head coach Lovey Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, this is hour number three of a three-hour program um, that Mike Del Tufo couldn't make it through. Yeah, I, mean, I just looked at Jay and I was like, so we what are you up, doing here? We look up and, you know, normally you, you can hear Mike coming and going, that's for sure. And uh, he stealthed out. I mean, he... he, he uh, Maybe the first ever uh, Irish exit by an Italian man in the history of anything. <laughs> Chris Brockman, good to you see are. you. No, Mike is a Jewish goodbye guy. I know that. <laughs> Big time. Nah, he told me he wasn't going to be here. Big time. Good to see you, Jay Felly, for good hour three. Too. Thanks for coming in Rivera style and closing things out. Really appreciate it. that. TJ Jefferson, sir, how are you over there? For <laughs> I was just three? thinking that Kyler Murray, we were talking about last hour. Yes, sir. It's kind of like, you know, you love TikTok and there's this TikTok meme going around. And I think it's perfect for Kyler Murray where the voice goes, am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Okay. I'm not the drama. Okay, first of all, <laughs> the drama. interesting, interesting. I know you were the social media grand maester over there. I, I want it known. I don't love TikTok. My 13-year-old <laughs> yeah. son loves TikTok, loves TikTok. And Xander wants to run the Rich Eisen Show TikTok account. I yeah, we told him. I know free. that. But that's also an issue of screen time for a 13-year-old. Oh, Do you understand? Okay. There's well, other maybe, factors into play. That's why I have this best dad ever sign. Xander and I should create a pipeline. He sees something he thinks fit. Just tell me. Then I'll Oh, do you it. don't want a 13-year-old texting you whenever he wants. <laughs> that's okay, okay, sir. Let me save you the trouble. It's a good point. Uh, hour number three kicks off on the Rich Eisen Show with the new head coach of the Houston Texans, and it's been a while since we have chatted with him. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is Lovey Smith. How are you, Coach? Life's good, Rich. How about you? I am better for talking to you. I used to speak to you on Bears Cam all the time back in the day on NFL Total Access. I We go way back in terms of those conversations. Yeah, we- Rich, we're getting a little older, man. Time is moving on for sure. I know. Uh, I've got a lot of gray in my beard. Uh, how about you, Lovey? 
<laughs> yeah, I've been accused of having just a little bit of gray. No uh, salt and pepper. It's uh, definitely my gosh. Uh, kind of showing my age now. I know. I've, I, I'm, you know, I, I this is uh, something I didn't think I'd start with. But how much maintenance goes into your beard, man? That's got to be a lot. Like what? 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 Walk me through this process, Coach. Hey, well, it's not a big process. You need to go on vacation sometime. You you don't shave a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a. A period of time where I didn't have to, and my wife loved it. I said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to keep this." That's it. That's it. And as simple as that. That's, simple as that. That's it. Because I get every sometimes when I see the commissioner uh, of the NFL, he he kind of makes fun of my beard, and I tell him my wife likes it, and that's when he backs off. That's when he's like, "Okay, I get it." Same here. That's all you have to say is that. That is it. <laughs> that is it. So uh, let's get into it. Um, Coach, so what are you doing like right now? What what does the head coach of the Houston Texans do the week before a combine, two weeks before the new league year begins? Walk me through what your day is other than talking to me. Well, Rich, right after the press conference, it's about the staff, getting the staff together. Luckily, we're able to get the staff in place uh, quickly. And now it's just, you know, about the team, uh, you know, personnel. You know, evaluating, of course, our roster, free agency coming up, draft coming up. I've been to a few combines, so excited about getting back into the flow to kind of start the process of adding good players to the roster. Okay, and um, is the quarterback that starts for the Houston Texans in 2021 currently on your roster, the 2022 Uh, on your roster? Lovey Smith. Yes, I, you know, of course, you know, the first thing people want to know is how about the quarterback position? And I love uh, what Davis Mills did last year. You know, Rich, when you come in as a rookie like he did last year, and, you know, you start off throwing against, going against the number one defense. So got a chance to see a lot of him. And then when he moved up and started playing, like his demeanor, you know, he can make all the throws. He's smart. So feel real good about you know, Davis, you know, leading our team. We just have to get better people around him. So um, he's got a shot, if not um, the front runner, for being the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans come September? You know, Rich, as you say, we've known each other a while. You don't give out starting positions in the in the spring. But, um, yeah, I mean, as I said, I love what Davis has done. He's our quarterback going into the season, like all guys. Like, you know, hopefully – you know, some of our best players that played last year, you know, new coaching staff starting in, but, uh, you know, replacing our quarterback, there are a lot of things, positions I'm worried about. Quarterback is not one of them. Do you reach out to David Shaw at all at any point in time to chat with him? You, you, you know, him? I haven't because I, uh, again, I've been with him for a period of time now, but right. uh, I know the background and I know any quarterback coming from a system and being around David, I, you know, I know what to expect as far as that's concerned. And, uh, so we, again, I like, got a chance to see him. I like everything about him. And of course, I've had a chance to talk to him a couple more times since I, you know, since I was named the head coach here and, uh, he cannot wait to get started. And I know his teammates love him too. Lovey Smith here on the Rich Eisen Show. Do you have any contact at all with Deshaun Watson? Lovey Smith. You know, I've uh, had contact with, you know, from just being in the building. I don't really know Deshaun that way. Um, You know, since he wasn't really involved last year, I know about his 
his background and his history as a football player. That part I know. And, um, of course, I know most people want to know what's going to happen with that. Time takes care of a lot of things, and time will take care of, of that situation, too, where it's a favorable situation for Deshaun and us. And do you think um, – I know – one of the favorite coaching cliches is you don't have a crystal ball and you don't have one, but the new league year is a time that um, is right around the corner. Is that the time frame that you and the Texans are targeting at the very least in terms of resolution? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Coming in as a new head football coach, we want to put the best football uh, team on the field. And, uh, you know, some of the things where the question mark on what's going to happen and, yeah, I can't wait for all of that to get settled, and we can kind of move on from there. Lovey Smith here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, walk walk me through the process of you being hired by the Texans and when you, you interviewed with them and when you thought like you really had a shot at the gig here, Lovey. Well, I, I think, you know, Rich, that if you're working for any company, any football team, uh you start interviewing from the moment you become an employee there. And, uh, you know, I was here for a year. Everybody in the organization got a chance to see uh, how I did things, what I believe. Plus, I have a history to fill in a few blanks also. Uh, so as far as, you know, once the football position was opened here, they start interviewing people. I was talking to, of course, the organization all along. My opinion, you know, as a, you know, as coordinating associate coach on how I think things should be done a little bit. I mean, I was asked that throughout the season and the process. And uh, so you have to, you know, kind of talk to them on exactly when they start seeing me this way. Uh, but I talked to them early in the process and, of course, talked to them later in the process. They went through the, uh, what you go through trying to hire a head football coach. And, and after going through all that, they said I was the guy. And so, you know, uh, much was made when your predecessor, David Culley, mentioned in an interview that Nick Casario, the general manager, gets into the headset, the ear of the head coach during a game. Um, and that sounds, you know, unique, to say the least. But then we, we heard that that was something that Casario did with Belichick and the, uh, for the New England Patriots because he does have a terrific sense of uh, being part of practice. He does things that other general managers never really uh, have on their sheet. Is he going to do that with you as well? Is that your expectation that you're going to hear him in your headset uh, to help you with down and distance and timeouts and things of that nature during the fall? You know, you know, Rich, people do it, uh, you know, a, a lot of different ways. You know, I've been a head football coach for a long period of yes. time. I haven't had the general manager involved on game day and don't plan on it. But uh, so again, things were doing, done differently at different places. Uh, we have a system that we're pretty comfortable with here and Nick and I have talked about that Nick's going to be available to help in any way that we think he should and uh, we feel pretty good about that plan and uh, one of the finalists for the position that you eventually got is Brian Flores um, and you know I'm sure uh, him as well as the lawsuit that has been filed against the league you um, after making a Super Bowl after being fired by the way after a 10 and 6 season after winning 81 games for nine years um, with the Chicago Bears, one of the you know uh, more demanding jobs in the NFL. This you know uh, after getting a, a shot in Tampa, this was your shot. Your this is now your third shot after you having some time in the Big Ten. 
What is your sense on what uh, is the holdup for many candidates of color to get a shot at a, an HC headset in the NFL? What has your experience been and what do you think um, uh, has been some of the holdup here in the NFL? Well, my, my experience, Rich, tells me that, you know, as you mentioned, um, I led my team to a 10-win season or a 16-game season, and the uh, organization decided to go a different direction. I don't know why, and I don't know enough about Brian's situation, but sometimes things happen that don't seem fair. But you you stay in the game, and that's what I did as much as anything. I stayed in the game uh, throughout, even staying in the game, uh, being a defensive coordinator this past year. And eventually, if you belong in that role, it's feel like uh, you'll get an opportunity to do that. As far as making it better, I think one of the things you look at, there's a time, Rich, when I was the only black guy on my staff, on quite a few staff. Times have changed an awful lot. I think that's one place that we can look. It's just not, you know, the head coaching position, looking at staff, seeing how many people look like me on the staff. Uh, it, you have to be intentional about that. I know as you look at our staff, we're giving – you're going to hear us talking a lot, but you can, you can also look at what we're doing. I'm talking about a Houston Texan organization. And I just know the numbers need to come up, and hopefully that will happen in the future. And uh, one last thing for you, Coach, or a couple more minutes left with Lovey Smith, head coach of the Houston Texans here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, you've got uh, a quarterback that you'd mentioned, had a good first year, and uh, honestly, um, out of all the rookie quarterbacks, you can, you can make the case only Mac Jones had a more um, successful year on the field than Davis Mills. And um, this is now a situation where you can go in your second year with that kid if that's the way it goes. You made mention that the Bengals have shown a blueprint to go from top five pick in the draft to the Super Bowl with a second-year quarterback. I know Joe Burrow has a different situation than Davis Mills, but you're saying why not us based on what you just saw from the Bengals, Coach? Well, to me, I just I kind of deal on, you know, I take make reference to what has happened, a blueprint. You know, a lot of times if you believe something, you've never seen it. I mean, why should you believe that can happen? Uh, uh, the Bengals won four games the year before uh, with a young quarterback. And this year they were, you know, maybe one play away from being Super Bowl champs. So that can happen. We're all dreaming about what can happen and having faith on on that it can happen. And uh, so why not us? I know that, yeah, it's a lot of coaching. Uh you know, you know, coach speak that I'm giving you a little bit here, but uh, uh, we feel good about, you know, last year we won four games. We had an opportunity easily to win three others, and uh, we're going to be a better football team this year. So hopefully we can get things done. Yeah, and I noticed in your press conference you didn't come out and just single one of the, the, the teams in your division saying we're going to beat that team. You didn't come out and say you didn't pull like what you did with the Bears. You didn't come out and say we're going to beat the Titans. The Colts. You have a pretty good memory, Rich. Oh, I yeah. see, man. That's oh, I remember good. that. You made quite the stir when you could, when you took the reins and you took that podium in Chicago for the first time to say you're going to beat the Packers. I think you had everyone at hello right there, Coach. I remember that one. You know, you know, Rich, we did that for a while, and then they, you know, a guy named, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> yes. showed up there, you know. But um, uh, we have some teams we have to beat here, too. And, of course, the Titans were, you know, when you're division champ, I mean, you're shooting for them. We split with them last year. And uh, there's, you know, of course, the Colts, the Jaguars. 
it's a tough division to be in and just hopefully we can compete and have a chance to it's all about getting into that tournament and hopefully we'll have a chance to do that all right last one for you coach um the pro football hall of fame class came out and uh, i know a lot of canes uh like michael irvin and sap and um that were very upset that the canes got shut out um with andre johnson who is you know is one of the all-time greats certainly for the organization you're now coaching for but the one cane that did not get in that really sticks in their craw the most is Devin Hester not getting in. You were his coach. Walk me through when you realized he was as good as he was at the role that he played for your Bears, Coach Smith. First off, Rich, you, you mentioned Andre Johnson, and what a special guy. He's Hall of Fame worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know Andre as well. Uh, Devin Hester. I can remember leaving an owners meeting and going down, and I heard about this guy, Devin Hester, down at the University of Miami. I went, we went down, my son and I went down, and we worked him out. I worked him out as a cornerback. Guy was special, man. And when he got on campus, you know, think about a guy from Florida and never played in the cold, and he, and he had as good a hands as you, as you, could, you, you could possibly get. Didn't drop any balls, but from the moment he touched the ball, you knew he was going to do something special. And, uh, I got a chance. I don't know how many. I didn't miss many of his touchdowns. And You know, coaches talk about offense, defense, and special teams, but you can win games with special teams. And how rich the greatest returner of all time, how does the greatest returner of all time not get in the Hall of Fame first ballot? I'm having a hard time putting that all together. Especially when, you know, you've got – um, one of the most special moments in the history of the Super Bowl on your resume, like he did. I, I was, I, I will never forget watching him return that opening kickoff for a score when we all expected he would do it. And the fact that he got a chance and then did it is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in person. Were you surprised that Tony decided to kick to him to start the game? No, but. Not really, Rich, because it's football. I mean, you have a lot of alpha males. You can't say, hey, he's bad enough. We're not. You can't bow down to any player. But, Rich, that year, you're right. The Super Bowl was special on that return he had. Mm-hmm. But I think the Arizona game on Monday night, I think that may be my favorite one of the, you know, the last score, of course, you know, for us to beat them that night. But there's so many special moments from it. And the way the game is going now, I just don't think that there will ever be another like it. Is that the night that the the Bears were who Denny Green thought he was, that you were? Was that that night you're talking about, Lovey? Yeah, I figured I was leading you right into that. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have a chat with I remember with that night, too. I'm I remember sure. that night, too. Did you ever have a chat with Denny Green about that rant after it was all said and done, Lovey? You know, in, in fun a little bit. You know, I, Denny, you know, I'm a part of, you could say, Denny's tree also. Yeah. And uh, I can see why you would be frustrated, though, with what happened. Of course. Night. But did so you ever say that? I'm like, who who were we in your mind, Denny? <laughs> Tell me who we were, Denny. Did you ever say that? About it, yeah, Rich, the thing about it, we went to the Super Bowl that year. So, I, you know, that's who I thought we were, too. You let him off the hook. I mean, my gosh. Thanks for the call, Coach. Appreciate it. Congrats on the gig in Houston. We'll do this again soon. Thank you. All right. Take Take care. care. That's Lovey Smith, everybody. (laughs) 
Denny, yeah, hey, it's Lovey. Tell me, who do you think we were? Because, you know, kind of thought we were good. Oh. And who takes the third game of the preseason like it's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's right. I mean, Lovey's been there and done that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Texans are hoping to tap into that. Fun stuff. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We have uh, yet to hit uh, on the uh, day two of, um, what do we call it? Uh, Mushgate? What do we call it? Mushgate. Throwing the hand? Throwing the hand gate? Yes, Mushgate. I like mush. That's what J.J. Reddick was called. They called it a mush, right? Like I said yesterday, it wasn't a punch. It's an open hand, It's a little open hand mush. Not little, because it's a big man. We haven't hit on the fact that um, I I suggested a uh, suspension for my coach, and that's exactly what he received. Did you have any say? Did they call I you absolutely yesterday? did not. No, I did not get a call from <laughs> Ken, from the Big Ten Ford commissioner. Manuel gave you a ring. Uh, but basically, what I said, what I just said, is uh, I'm teasing that we're going to talk about Juwan Howard in Michigan by uh, folding in the fact that I was right, <laughs> which is my right here on this program as a host of something like this, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Chris Brockman is not very proud of me right now. <laughs> Every golf equipment company claims to be longer off the tee, but Callaway's new Rogue ST driver is the only one built to completely bomb it. In other words, Callaway is putting its tungsten uh, speed cartridge where its mouth is because every rogue st is engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge which gives you more speed on off-center hits and provides more forgiveness thanks to high moi so basically this rogue st driver i'm telling you about has been speed tuned to be callaway's fastest most stable driver ever by the way that's what the st stands for speed tuned yes indeed most golfers are going to fit into the max because of its incredible combination of distance and forgiveness but there's also the max d which is dedicated draw model for players who need more shot shape correction. There's the Max LS if you need something more low spin, stronger trajectory with a more neutral ball flight. The ST Triple Diamond LS from Rogue is the compact low spin head that the tour players love for the true players out there. So Callaway's thought through every aspect of speed. All you have to do is go Rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go Rogue. Back with your calls, 844-204-RICH and more in a moment. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I didn't find it. <laughs> um... Yesterday sucked. Uh, as as oh. uh, yesterday sucked oh, okay. as a Michigan Wolverine. Yesterday sucked. There's no other way to put it. 
there's no other way to put it. When when Jawan Howard threw a hand in the direction of the Wisconsin staff or in the direction of the assistant coach and connected and took something that was a pushing and shoving fest and changed it into something that wound up getting a couple of Michigan players suspended and himself suspended. It it's it's just not at all acceptable and I'm hoping that Jawan Howard's statement that I wish he would have delivered first blush that came out yesterday hopefully this is what we can hang our hat on because it strikes every possible note and I think it speaks to who he really is after taking time to reflect on all that happened I realized how unacceptable both my actions and words were and how they affected so many I am truly sorry I'm offering my sincerest apology to my players and their families, my staff, my family, and the Michigan fans around the world. I would like to personally apologize to Wisconsin's assistant coach, Joel Krabenhoft, and his family, too. Lastly, I speak a lot about being a Michigan man and representing the University of Michigan with class and pride. I did not do that, nor did I set the right example in the right way for my student athletes. I will learn from my mistakes, and this mistake will never happen again. No no excuses with an exclamation point. Maybe he texted it. An exclamation point. Hmm. Oh, I'm trying to let my smile be a little bit of an umbrella here because it's stunk. It's just exactly what a coach should not do. And it is exactly what somebody who is a Michigan man and what he talks about being a Michigan man. I know all of everybody makes fun of us as Michigan fans when we refer to somebody being a Michigan man, which is what refers to Bo Schembechler talking about one of Jawan Howard's predecessors, Bill Frieder, when Frieder announces at the end of a Big Ten regular season that he's leaving to go to Arizona State, but he'll stick around and coach the team in the NCAA tournament. And Bo, who was the athletic director at the time, said, nah, you can go now, Bill. I want a Michigan man coaching a Michigan team. And then made us go, Yes! even though the guy who replaced him didn't actually go to Michigan was his assistant, Steve Fisher. But he did win six more games in a row and did one of the most incredible things in the history of sports, which is shut Mike Del Tufo up. (laughs) Hard to do. (laughs) Beating Seton Hall. And so that's what it's referred to. Michigan man. I want a Michigan man coasting a Michigan team. And that, gave birth to what we ascribe to being a Michigan man. And it's all things that are high class and sportsmanship and things of that nature. And it's a very tough ideal to live up to. And that's why people make fun of it when certainly they don't live up to it. And it stunk being a Michigan fan yesterday. The combine, as you know, uh, is no longer bubbled up. That news I learned from Tom Pelissero, but not from my colleague Tom Pelissero's tweet, from my colleague Daniel Jeremiah's retweet of it. Thank goodness, DJ wrote, I was getting a little nervous. It would be just Rich Eisen and me talking current events. So, Rich, I haven't watched much college basketball this year. How's your Michigan squad doing? Oh, my God. (laughs) And so I'm like, you know what? That is just an absolute poop sandwich being served up by one of my favorite people. Out of the blue, I'm just sitting around doing nothing, trying to be best dad ever, and he's sending that in my direction. 
And I just got all pissed off and fired back, you know. Uh, you know, thanks, you know, unquotes. Uh, we're okay, thanks. Better than Appalachian State's basketball program. Thanks for asking. So, of course, and then I got a whole bunch of other, you know, um, I got a whole bunch of other responses from App State fans pointing out they actually have a better record than Michigan. I was just looking that up. 17 and 12. Yeah. And yeah. they're, you know, overall, and they're, they might make the tournament, which Michigan doesn't look like they're making, and it stinks. Mm. The whole thing just stinks. And actions have consequences. And your actions have consequences, not just for yourself, but around everybody else. And that's what being a leader and best is. And that's why I'm glad to see Jawan Howard with that statement, apologizing to everybody. I wish that it happened in first blush on Sunday. He is now suspended for the rest of the regular season, which is what I, yesterday, when you said to me, what do you think should happen? Yeah. I said, how about suspended for the rest of the regular season? Yep. It's five games, four of them are at home, and then their last game's at Ohio State. They've got an old hand to step in. Yes, longtime St. Joe's head coach, Phil Martelli, was one of the first hires Juwan Howard made when he got the job, and I thought that was terrific at the time. And now he's going to step in, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can rally around Phil and make the tournament or get a better seed in the Big Ten Championship. And I hope we face Wisconsin again. I hope we face them again. And I know this thing will be played back more than often than not because of it. It'll be played back when Jawan Howard takes the bench again for the first time. You know, I get it. I would say it's going to be played for a long time. So better get it out of the way right away and hold Juwan to his standard of it's never going to happen again, no excuses, because I imagine the third time will be a more difficult repercussion than a five-game suspension. That That would probably be it. I I think he he earned and deserved, and it kills me to say it, but I shoot you straight here on this program. Yesterday sucked. Daniel Jeremiah sending me that text. So I sent him back to him. I sent back one last tweet, like if this is his way of uh, getting rid of our traditional handshake line at the Combine. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Daniel, I'll remember that. Unmushable. <laughs> so you see him on site, Rich. Daniel Jeremiah is unmushable, guys. We know that, man, because he's he's coming for you. I can tell you that. The second you see him, just wop. DJ as in (laughs) D's nuts. (laughs) Jeff in Detroit. What's up, Jeffrey? How are you, Jeff? I need a hug. Uh, I really do, man. Gray cloud over the city of uh, Ann Arbor here in uh, Michigan. And you know I'm as Michigan as they come. And I thought I I, I knew I had to call in because... If it had been any place else, I would have been on the phone railing about how this coach needs this. I'm happy that they saved that man's job by suspending him, by not firing him. Because how can you go in a recruit's house trying to get a recruit from Ohio or someplace else and tell him that Michigan is the best place? 
and somebody brings up the incident that took place. It's just a real embarrassment, and I'm I'm happy that he's contrite about it. I'm happy that you know he's starting to figure out and get what is what everybody else is saying because I mean he's been the topic of conversation. And unlike you know, you can go out and, and look at any other color that you wear, like Michigan compared to like Ohio, Nebraska, you know, all of those red colors. When you wear Michigan, everybody knows it, and you have a target on your back. You really and truly do. So, Thank you for the call, Jeffrey. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, like I said, yesterday stunk. Yesterday stunk. Jason in Arizona. What's up, Jason? Hey, Rich. Uh, Michigan guy as well. Uh, yeah, doesn't look good for anybody. Obviously, uh, Jawan handled it poorly, and I will admit that. I think the suspension was warranted. Uh, but I do want to speak upon what the Wisconsin coaches did and the fact that this is also a bad example to set for people to think that you can walk up to somebody when they're obviously upset to you, grab them by the arm, make them stand there and listen to you berate them and give them your explanation of whatever it was that made them mad, and expect them to have another assistant coach come up and start yapping in your face. You know what? I, I, and you're I, just I, supposed I, to accept it all. No, I, and, and I found and it. Let's bring the elephant into the room. This is no, white and black. No, 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 no. Oh, no, hold on a second now. No, 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 no. I, I don't. Right, I, I don't want to go there. Ahead, no, I, I did see that Wisconsin's coach got got. What did he get? A, he get fined, right? And Wisconsin uh, 10, says they're paying it. Ten thousand. I'd love to know what they fined him for. Like what? For putting hands on Jawan Howard? I mean, you know, uh, I, 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 I don't know what they exactly found him culpable doing. Wisconsin said they're ninety two, man. We got we got videos now. We have people holding their knee on people's necks, man. I mean, come on. No, like, it's I, just like it's not acceptable. You can't do that anywhere else but a gym. And you think that that's supposed to be the example that people are supposed to set? A coach? You look, talk about your coach is great. Yeah, Juwan was wrong. But talk about them. You don't do that. I appreciate the call, sir. You can't sir. do that outside of the gym. You can't do it inside of the gym. No, and I and I I, I appreciate your 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 opinion. Uh, I don't agree with it. Um, John Howard, if if he had just walked away, right? And I know that the other coach stopped him and put hands on him. If he had just remained walking through best he could, but he was hot under the collar and he did get touched. Just don't. You can't throw a hand. You after can't, you he, can't after throw he a hand. said something, you can't throw a hand. Coach. You can't throw a hand. Is this who I think it is on our guest line? Uh, yes, it is. Hi, honey. How are you? Do you need a one-way ticket back to Hawaii? Why? I'm curious, <laughs> why? Sound a little stressed. Sound a little hot under the collar. I don't know. Probably don't walk too close to him. I'm a little worried. Yeah, I'm same way. What happened? Keep my What's distance. going on? And- well, no, I'm just listening to you. Listening to you with the Daniel Jeremiah thing. Yeah, it just sounds like a little stressed. Like you just seem a little Costanza. Okay. I'm wondering if you have to go. If you got to go back to Hawaii, listen to the birds, Rich. Just close your eyes. Visualize right. the birds. Right. So is this is this your way Smell of the air. is this your way of saying I should leave so you could host the show again? Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. <laughs> All right. He, he needs Marty Walsh on the com app. That's what he needs. <laughs> Oh, oh that's Susie Eisenhelton. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, Blackman, did you see that Tom Brady responded back? Yeah, he said it was great or something, right? Where are my flowers, Sulk? I deserve, I mean, I, not only do I, do I deserve, like, flowers, mm. accolades, perhaps credit, 
And then maybe the script that Alec owes me, but that's neither here nor there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Very good. Offline. All right. Now. But last thing, I just wanted to yes, know, Chris, are you going to have a new? Uh, are you going to have a new poll question? Because you texted me asking me to take Rich shopping, saying that he was wearing the same sweaters he's been wearing for what? the last five years. What? Wow, that's. I thought that was a personal conversation. <laughs> wow. That we were having. Did no, she I just thought it'd be a really good poll question. Of what? Does Rich need a wardrobe update? Oh my God! Is it really yeah. what's happening here? <laughs> Is that what it really is? Yeah, I thought that was a, uh, a thing wow. that you and I were doing together, <laughs> not with him knowing. I thought yesterday sucked. There's okay. a river, and I just sold you down it. Okay, Suze. Just letting you know. Hey, you have you a great just... day, guys. Hey, <laughs> hey let's just wow. throw a Molotov so cocktail just... there. All right, I'll see you soon. cocktail is gross. Yeah, I agree, Suze. He's, you've never had one. So gross. But I, I can look at raw shrimp and say it's It's, not, it's raw. not raw. Even I know that. I know. I'm just The joking. texture of it is so nasty. Yeah, it's a texture it's issue. unattractive. It's the most unattractive looking dish known to man. So you don't eat uh, shrimp at all? Unless you're my brother. It's just, the whole thing is repulsive. My brother, it's my brother's favorite food. Well, okay. Well, it's like Charles Barkley said. We stepped into a and sibling rivalry. that's why I don't eat shrimp. All right, hon, I'll see you soon. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye, guys. See you soon. was just popping in. Bye. Um, <laughs> Best mom ever. Chris. <laughs> this started with Smitch. If, if, oh, if people really? are getting thrown under the bus, <laughs> then I'm going to go to Smitch I first. know. Like, hey, hey, guys. All right, I'm, I'm running out of the house. I got things going on. I see a sweater. I don't care if I wore it three days ago. I'm putting it back on. Well, three days ago, but five years ago. Well, like, we show old clips, and it's just the same sweater. And I'm, you know, I just. Did I wear this clip? This this sweater is in a clip that we showed from the uh, from earlier I, today? I don't know. But I just, I, I want, before next football season, I said, let's just, like, maybe do some shopping and upgrade. Maybe I should start my own clothing line and not let you buy it. <laughs> like maybe, Tom Brady? Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I start my own clothing line. I think that would be great. Why wouldn't I? And I'll wear it here on the set, I and you'll be like, awesome. that looks great. Can I get one in my size? And I'll say, no, too bad. Right. And then I'll, I'll ask you for a discount like TJ. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it, well, yeah, closed mouths don't get fed, so okay. of course. Well, you're talking, way, you're talking to Mr. Squeaky Wheels. So that's yeah. true. But by the way, <laughs> I've said that this should the be a rich, a rich eyes and sweater collection for like the last two years now. I've been telling you yeah. that you need to get on. I think I'm going to do it. I'm gonna finally do it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into it. I'm yeah. gonna look into. Absolutely. I have plans to. I have plans to explore Ooh. it. So does the guy who like really spearheaded this? Does he get cut into the deal? Sure, or? if you want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's talking about you. I, he has to be because it was my idea. <laughs> I, I mean, have plans. I have plans to look into it. <laughs> <laughs> I have plans to look into it, <laughs> as you should. Rich Eisen expects. To look into it. Nice. You should get a sweater deal. Me and Brockman, specifically me, we should get some type of deal with Jumpman or Jordan because that just makes sense. And Del Tufo, I don't know, a boat company, I guess. So, <laughs> Smitch What's at Home Smitch at home is texting you that I'm wearing the same thing. <laughs> and then you text my wife. To my, say, wife. my wife. Alive. You text Susie because you know she's the one with purchasing power and... <laughs> And sway over what I wear? Like, is that the way it works? Is this the flow chart that just got exposed by my wife, aunt, my wife? My wife. That's your man right right there, Rich. Is this what just happened? Is this what's talked about when I'm not in the chair? That's your man right there. I mean, we're talking about it while you're in the chair. (laughs) 
So did that what happened? Did I miss something? Did he wear this? I kind of got confused. I definitely wore this sweater this, last uh, week. I know I did. I know I wore this last I, week. Did you, one of the days fact? last week, I wore this sweater last week. Okay, With a different tell, shirt underneath. It's different. Okay. And it's a similar look to the one that I had yesterday. This started Because I liked the way it looked yesterday, which is a white button-down mm-hmm. shirt underneath uh, a high-collared sweater. I feel so you. I grabbed this one today walking out the door, and I can't believe I'm being made to describe my process of choosing what I wear on the show. And by the way, nobody, everybody else who does the shows like this... They have wardrobe styles. No, they don't. They, they don't, don't. They just wear whatever they... Rich, dra- like what, you, could, you could literally McAfee wear... McAfee wears no... Yeah, a McAfee's black wearing top. a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, a black, black not even top. a t-shirt. Tank top. He has no get, Pat, do you get this crap? <laughs> Rich, he's not a big J journalist. Come on, you yeah. know. Oh. Uh, this started with Smith literally telling me that you, you should take off that sweater. <laughs> or if you take it off, yes. I should grab it and give it to, you know, Goodwill. Someone. Oh, he doesn't even like this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so then I said, Sean. I said, I'll ask. I was like, This is no good. So I said, I'll text Susie about, you know, a wardrobe overhaul. Okay. And then I texted her, and then she said, now she calls uh, That's amazing. You know, will do. Because I said, you know, there's some old clips that come up and he's wearing the same sweater. And then uh, I just called her a jerk and she said, hysterical. That was too easy. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> and then Smidge all sent right. me the crying emoji of himself. Oh, great. So that's great. We're all having a great time. Great. That's great. That's great. The, the rest of us are not. In all all right. I hope you all enjoy. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy this sweater because I'm wearing it tomorrow. As you should. You should wear it every right. day. The rest. I'm going to sleep week. in it. I'm going to. I'm going to Instagram it. I'm going to Instagram out. A whole story about how much I love you guys and appreciate you guys. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to send it all out. And it's going to be pictures of me in this sweater and nothing of you. It's just going to be eight different pictures show. of me in this sweater talking uh, about my love for you. I think that's a great idea. And my wife. It'll be my a picture. Wife. Yeah, yeah, I'll be a picture of me and Susie that she clearly has to approve before I send it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which yeah. I don't believe Aaron did with uh, Shailene. Yeah, I've had to delete. Maybe, I don't know which, if he had last to clear that. week t- she made TJ delete a photo because he just like posted. I oh, thought well. it was a great pick. It was a good pick. Uh, her and Kara, but that I was know. my fault because I knew I knew that yeah, the rule. Yeah. But yeah, but I didn't think I was trying to do it quick, yeah. and she was like, ah, 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 and I, I deleted. Yes, it. correct. Yeah. But I thought it was a go. good picture. Oh man, that is too funny. <laughs> so here's the difference between Susie and I. Mm-hmm. You could take whatever picture of me that you want in this sweater. You don't have to delete it. <laughs> Because right. I love this sweater. I love it now more than ever. <laughs> I don't really see anything wrong with this sweater. This, like, I don't know where this came this, from. This, this now entire segment the, um... of the Rich Eisen show be- ends as the way it begins. This sucks. It sucks. <laughs> All right. Take a break. We're back to wrap up this Tuesday show. I love this sweater more than ever. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, talking about most influential player, NBA players of the last 30 years. And um, 
There's a, a website. What, what, which website? It was, um, was uh, Clutch Points. Okay. Um, so, um, and on that Mount Rushmore um, is uh, Jordan, Jordan, Kobe, Kobe LeBron, LeBron, and Steph. Steph. And you think uh, Allen Iverson should be on there? Cause, I think so. Okay, and you said that it he affected your your fandom and your fashion sense and things like that, right? Not just me, but well, for so many others. That's what you're saying. Others, yeah. And so you're now asking me about my I'm opinion on you know, yeah. influential aspects of it, and and you're asking the man whose sweaters have just been criticized. <laughs> yeah, but so, I'm also like, asking how that. dare how how like how have I I've been influenced? Like, is Brunello Cuccinelli <laughs> on that list? Because well, that's I'm also, the sweater I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm also asking. And I've been criticized for wearing being fashion forward. Uh, I, well, am I am I am I, I making this that's... about me now, and it should be about the NBA? Is that what I, you're saying? I, I think yeah. This to take well, a yeah, turn. Totally. Yeah, they're totally making okay. it about you. Which you is could fine. just been like, I have no opinion. No, let me ask. <laughs> <laughs> we could have moved no, on. Uh, here's the thing about that is I'm, I, I I like seeing Steph on there. Yeah, because yeah. Steph definitely I, changed. I, I'd like to see, and 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 that kind of brings me to something I didn't talk about yesterday. That Cleveland Cavalier fans booed this man. <laughs> yeah. At the NBA All-Star Game, right? Was his wife on stage with him as well at one point in time? And he's getting booed. Yeah, Saturday night, too. They were doing this weird promo. And it's just like, hey, Cavs fans, because this guy, you know. 3-1. Why would the Cavs be mad at Steph? All they have to go is say is 3-1. I don't know know what is going on. Like, who, who boos Steph Curry? Like, the guy is, if you had to name the one Unbooable player in sports. <laughs> Ooh, he would be number one. Well, like I, my, what? Mahomes would be right behind him. I don't like, think so anymore, bro. I, mean, what, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think what, like, who would be like? If, Chris and I have talked about this before. I think what it is is sometimes, and just in a funny way, Steph is frustrating because we've all shot basketballs before, right? To see what that man is able to do with a basketball, it's just like how like, I know what I is know going that. on. But what like, he does and how he does it, and he how he comports himself, yeah. and how he has fun, and how kids relate to him. It kids relate to him. He is not sense. only inspiring for children, but children relate to him. They think he's approachable because he is, and he's friendly, and he's got a friendly face, and, and he's not towering. How do you boo him the, when he shot. He shot 475 feet of three-pointers in a game <laughs> combined. They, they, you added up the number From of... From the All-Star game? Yes. 475 Someone feet. Someone added up how all, how far away he was shooting from. That's he's, next In a stat. game in which he's there to entertain you. Oh, he worked. He did it. I was entertained. Cleveland, he's there to entertain you. After being booed, he reigns in 475 combined feet of threes, including one he launches after it gets passed around like it's the Harlem Globetrotters, and he knows it's a chance for him to make a shot. He shoots, turns around, and like, did it go in? Yeah, well, that's did. the thing. He asked this little kid, he's like, did it go oh, in? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they'll never forget that moment. That yeah. Who boos Steph Curry? <laughs> Trailblazers fans. Honestly. And I get it in the heat of battle, and he shoots threes, and you foul him. You know, there was it's one frustrating. like one time you would talk about frustrating. I think it happened this year where he kind of faked a shot with a, a second to go and mm-hmm. a half from the logo, and he got fouled, and they called a three shot foul because we're all assuming Steph Curry is in fact going to hoist it from half court. Yeah, when the ball's checked in, you have to. He's unbelievable. Stuff. I can't believe he got booed. 
<laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> I said, Cavs fans, game. you won. You you beat them three to one in I the finals. Honestly, what, don't get what it. What are you mad about? I don't get it <laughs> at all. So I'm glad to see him on the most influential yeah. list. Thanks for taking the show. I will see you tomorrow wearing this sweater. <laughs>